listening to the Lifted Life Podcast. We created the show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's episode 164 of the Lifted Life Podcast. And this week, we are talking about a very important topic, which we are calling Feeling Behind. Now, I thought this would be a really great show title for the holiday season, which is upon us. Uh, maybe your to-do list is longer than you have hours in the day. Maybe you're feeling a bit behind on all the things you'd like to do, wanted to do, should have done, could have done, would have liked to have done, and on and on and on. So you can apply this topic, as always, to anything that applies to you personally, but you are in luck because this actually doesn't have to apply to you directly. It applies to Tim. Today, Tim is in the spotlight because Tim constantly is feeling behind. So buckle up. <laughs> Listen to me get some free coaching. <laughs> oh, this Actually, it's not this free. This ain't free. <laughs> it ain't free. That reminds me, your dad posted, um, he shared an old post about mm-hmm. your sister being employee of the year. Yeah. And I wanted so badly to tag you and be like, <laughs> I'm employee of the year. Every year, he's winning employee of the yes. year over here at yes. Lifted Naturals. Where's the respect yeah. I, I didn't know if the, everyone would think it's a joke, if they thought it was funny. And then we do actually have two bleep, two other people that that work for us. So I thought they may be offended. They're like, Tim, yeah. how is he employee of the year? True. I bust my buns. Yeah, it could cause a big rift. Yeah, it could cause a... Lifted spear. <laughs> uh, shenanigans. It is sunny and it hasn't been sunny for a long time. So I was wanting to go on a walk. Mm-hmm. But I said, you know what I'm going to do before I go on a walk? Podcast. I'm going to provide massive value Mm -hmm. to the podcast community. I'm going to show up like I mean it. I'm going to speak from the heart. I'm going to speak a lot of truth. And I'm going to really show Tim what's up and coach him. You're going to need to because I'm grouchy today. (laughs) I know you are. You're listening to Lift Life Podcast and I'm the grouchy one. (laughs) You're listening to the Grouchiest Life Podcast. (laughs) Brought to you by Tim Hall. I woke up grouchy. You did wake up grouchy. It was from my dreams. Elliot said he has stressful dreams too. Yeah. And then he ended up saying what they were about. And I thought it was funny that he called that stressful. That's our 12 year old. Mm-hmm. Well, did you tell me what your stressful dreams were? I can't remember. Mm, I didn't tell you because I don't think I know what they were. I just remember waking up being like, Frustrated. I can't believe I did that. And now it can't be undone. Mm-hmm. But and, it's all just a dream. But then I woke up and then it was undone, but I was still grouchy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first and foremost, before we jump into potentially me coaching Tim, or at least even sharing some different ways to approach this, I like to share that before I coach anybody, I ask permission to coach them. Mm -hmm. When I was going through my coach training, how many years ago, five, six, whatever, I would get a little over eager and I would start coaching people that did not agree to be coached. And that was really awkward. And I learned my lesson fast. Yeah. Do coaches have a Code of conduct. Code of ethics or something where you have to ask permission. So the coaching industry is not very heavily regulated. So Which is a good thing probably. Yeah. And uh, that means some coaches are really good and some are not as good. Mm. And you can call your a coach, yourself a coach no matter what. Sure. I always like to say it's a little bit like the house painting industry. This is my analogy. Okay. Um, I don't really need you to go to house painting school, but I would like to see the houses you've painted. I see. So when it came to coaching, my goal was always to help my clients get the results they wanted, help them see how their thinking was getting in the way of their achievement Mm -hmm. uh, so that they could get out of their own way and then create massive results. And then those results would speak for themselves and speak on my own behalf. So it wasn't about which painting 
school I went to or which coaching school, but instead the results, what did the painted house look like? So all that to say, no, there's not a code of conduct per se, but I definitely learned in my program. I mean, I, they told me that they said mm-hmm. you should not just coach someone. Yeah. People don't want unsolicited coaching. And yet there's just something about it. Like once you learn about these tools, they're so powerful that just to keep them to yourself seems selfish. And yet to coach someone without being asked to coach them is actually kind of selfish. So especially if they've never been coached before I've been coached on many things, many times. So even when we're married, so you can offer coaching without asking me anytime. I still try to, you usually do, but sometimes you can't help it. And (laughs) there are times that I want to get irritated, but I know it's from a good, uh, a good point. Like, like you're trying to help. You're not trying to prove me wrong or, or be, be right about something. You're trying to help. So I usually know when I start to get irritated, just a, why is it irritating? Cause mm-hmm. usually that's the problem. Right. And then B, how can I get utility out of it? All right. So I'd like to start slow with, um, the idea that I'm feeling behind that that is mm-hmm. actually just a thought. Mm-hmm. A one line sentence in your mind. It sounds like a feeling because you have the word feeling in the line. But my friend, it is not a feeling. It is a thought. I am feeling behind. And when you think that thought, it creates a feeling in your body. We're going to get to what is essentially called the model, the coaching mm-hmm. that I would like to do. But before we do that, I kind of just want to share this background premise, which is that nothing is only thinking makes it so. So therefore, whether or not you are behind is just this construct. It's just this, um, it's not a truth. It's simply a thought. So I think you might've answered my question. I was going to ask you this. Oftentimes you'll ask me like, what's wrong? Or can you put it in a few words? What's going on? And recently it was, I feel like I'm behind. I feel like I can't get done what I need to get done. I have to put it in words to explain it to you. I can't share a feeling with you. Mm-hmm. I have to give it words. That's how we communicate. Yet, I, I don't know if that's exactly the thing. That's the best description I have of it. But it's always helping you to see how your thinking is created. There is no problem. Yeah. yeah. It's always illuminating to you it's not like the I, story you're telling, which is causing like I, your suffering. Like I chose the wrong words. It doesn't matter what the words are. No. It's the feeling. That I, I describe it with these words, but the point is, it's the feeling. It has really nothing to do with how I describe it to you and if you even understand it. The point is the feeling, and the point is also how your thoughts are creating the feeling. Yeah, okay. How you are thinking and believing a story. Yep. And, you know, actually, it goes in perfectly. Today, I shared a screenshot of this with myself, as I often do. Inspiration comes out of nowhere. If you will let your dominant intention be to revise and improve the content of the story you tell every day of your life, it is our absolute promise to you that your life will become that ever improving story. For by the powerful law of attraction, the essence of that which is like unto itself is drawn. It must be Abraham Hicks. So I think that's summarizing what I'm trying to say is I'm not sitting here thinking I'm behind, I'm behind, I'm behind. I gotta get, I gotta get caught up. But I am irritated with my current stance. Um, so I guess the words I gave it were behind, but 
the point is it doesn't really matter. I suppose the words, it's that feeling of whatever I'm feeling. That's the problem. Well, I think it's something I'm behind. Things aren't moving fast enough. Mm -hmm. What if I miss out? Those Mm -hmm. are all one line sentences that somewhere along the path are popping up Mm -hmm. that are creating your vibration. And, and if you took any one of those, I'm behind, this isn't moving fast enough. I'm not where I thought I should be. Each of those are one line sentences in your mind thoughts that I can tell you are believing them because of how you're acting. Mm -hmm. That's how I know. That's how I know something's wrong. Even though you love to say to me, you don't get to decide if something's wrong for me. (laughs) Nothing's wrong. Mm -hmm. And yet I can tell you're believing a BS story about yourself or your life. It's evident to me. And there's times I do it too, obviously. So you have this thought, something like I'm behind. Things aren't moving fast enough. I should be further along by now. And that creates a feeling. And that feeling is what's driving the bus, running the show. It's what's creating the ripple effect out towards your actions and your results. So what would you say is that feeling that is so painful that you are so uncomfortable with? If you had to put it into a one word vibration. So you want me to pick one word that summarizes what's irritating me or what? No, no, no. So you have a thought, Mm -hmm. which one is the heaviest for you? I'm, I'm feeling so behind. This is not moving fast enough. I'm going to miss out. Pick one of those. Mm, Maybe miss out. I'm going to miss out. Mm Mm-hmm. So you have this thought, I'm going to miss out. And it's creating a feeling. It's so obvious it's creating a feeling. What is that feeling? A one word vibration? Disappointment. Okay. So you have this thought, I'm going to miss out. And the feeling that's created is disappointment. And from a place of disappointment, all of your actions are coming from that energy. Mm -hmm. When you're disappointed like that, what do you do? How do you show up? What are some of the things you actually do when you're disappointed? Well, I guess I, to think about what I have done, um, it just, usually I just throw more work at it. Mm-hmm. So just work harder, more time, more effort, like force my way through it. That's mm-hmm. like my default power yeah, through power through it. So there's disappointment, which means work harder. Mm-hmm. And when you work harder, I mean, that's up in the air. If it gets you the desired result you get, what happens when you work harder? So hindsight, um, there is more, depends how you define work harder, I suppose, but there's more time and maybe effort put in, but the quality is not there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, by quantity, there's a lot of time spent working on what I want to get done. Mm -hmm. But But the the end result, that's what we're kind of getting to. Yeah, the quality of that time is pretty diluted because Mm -hmm. most of the time I'm, irritated that I'm not far along as I thought I should be. So the feeling is disappointment. The action then becomes lots of work. Mm -hmm. What other, like, do you feel like you're more in your head and less in your body? Do you feel like you're, um, distractible or irritable or what distracted? Yeah. More easily distracted. You're Mm -hmm. working, but you're easily distracted. Um, okay. And then what is the result of working a lot of hours? Mm-hmm. working really hard, being easily distractible. What, where does that get you? What is that end result? Well, it usually just attracts more frustration because, uh, because it's still not, I'm still not where I wanted to be. Yeah. 
I think it's really important now to take the step back and say, okay, the whole topic we're kind of talking about is one specific um, project that we're working on. Mm -hmm. Have we talked about the NFT thing? Well, we have now. Probably. I feel like we have. Yeah, Yeah. I've got the jewelry thing. You're helping me with Mm -hmm. the detail stuff. So the the circumstances, we're launching an NFT business business together. Mm -hmm. That's the circumstance. It's neutral. It's neither good nor bad. It just is. And then there, there's thoughts about that business. Some of them are exciting thoughts. Some of them are heavy thoughts. One predominant thought that you've had again and again and again is mm-hmm. I'm behind or what was yeah. it? I'm missing out because it's not going fast enough. Yeah. I feel like, you know, this is a moving, um, market that's growing quickly. And I feel like I wanted to get in early in the grand scheme of things, it's still really, really early. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, in my timeline, it's not moving fast enough. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I know that's um, parameters that I put onto this. I don't think anyone outside of me is saying this is, you're moving too slow, you're missing out. But I have this tendency to feel like I know what I want to do. I know how to do it. I just don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. And what I know, did- I can hardly even say that. As I say it, I know that's not right. Well, it's also, it pops up in a lot of areas of your life. So often when there's that pattern like that, Mm -hmm. it begins to become more and more evident that it's not necessarily the thing, but it's, you're the common denominator. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got this neutral situation, which is launching an NFT business. Mm -hmm. Then we have a predominant thought that you've carried around and you don't always even realize that you have this thought, but you and I are both sitting here now realizing that that thought's probably not really serving you. Do you agree? 100%. 100%. Do you also agree that it's a predominant thought in regard to the business? 100%. Okay. So we've got this thought. I'm missing out because I'm not moving fast enough. But the feeling that is created from that thought is one of disappointment. And from the feeling of disappointment, there's this thing that kicks in, which is acting out of integrity with what you know to be right, which is to rest, to slow down to tap into a deeper knowing all of those things you already know, they kind of get pushed aside because Mm. of that predominant thought and feeling kind of loop. Well, sometimes it's like, I'll do, I know to do this, but I'll do those after I get through this one next thing. Right. It's almost like (laughs) the hypocrisy too, of like, here's what I'm going to tell everybody else to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yet, uh, but you, once you're, it's like you get sucked in, Mm -hmm. but I think it's a pattern. Like for me, I'm, I'm starting to realize how so many thought patterns come from this, it's like almost a core wound, or you could call it a little T trauma, mm-hmm. something that uh, that you're wired this way at this point, because you've taken so many, um, you've taken so many steps towards this thought pathway that it's become your own. And yet you're identifying the fact that it's not serving you and it's not mm-hmm. helping you. So you, kind of going back to the full thought model that you have going on, the neutral thing at hand, which is the business the thought that's predominantly driving this feeling of disappointment, how it changes the way you show up. You can clearly see now we've kind of paved the path that you can see step one, two, three, it's leading to this feeling of disappointment, which then creates all of this um, frenzied work that then the end result is lower quality work and a lack of satisfaction. Um, What else am I missing? What is the result? Um, Your, your, not getting exactly where you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have clear evidence that this thought is not serving you, but 
but you already know that by now and everyone yeah. listening understands that. Mm-hmm. So then the, the question, I think the really powerful question becomes, how do you change a thought? How do you get to the bottom of a belief, especially ones that there's a pattern of mm-hmm. that you consistently go back to, I'm missing out. I'm not moving fast enough. I'm behind. This is a pattern for you. So I feel like this is an especially powerful opportunity yeah. to shift and elevate. Well, on reflecting back on it, why did I even go down this path? Why did we even do this? It was several episodes back. We talked about feeling generators, mm. things that we do because they sound fun. Like we enjoy them. They feel good. They feel good. That's why we went down this path. Mm-hmm. I, I was missing some of my old things I used to do like programming and designing things. Like I, I was missing that, that aspect and I didn't want to go back and do similar work like I've done in the past. I wanted to learn something new. Mm-hmm. Like I love to learn new things. So this was it. This was this complicated thing that I didn't know how to do that's new. And I wanted to spend time researching and be able to do that. Mm. And I was, I was able to do a lot of the things I didn't know. Now it's that part I've already accomplished. Like I know how to do that, but now it's back into some more old hat things. And I feel like I'm just not moving fast enough. Mm-hmm. And yet have you been making decisions within the business? Are there choices that have been made that are? Yeah. when we've done, I mean, if I were to write a list of all the things that we've done, mm-hmm. you know, uh, registered the business, op- open business accounts. Um, have you done that? Have you written the list to prove I, to yourself all the things you've done? I have not. Okay. Do you see how that might be useful? That would be beneficial. So yeah. what we're kind of trying to do is pave a new thought. The question comes to this. How do I get myself out of a thought loop that's not serving me? I feel like that's the ultimate question. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like I have multiple things to share today, but I kind of wanted to hear, as you started to say, what are ways that you know of? You can clearly, so the the, the thought is I'm not doing enough mm-hmm. or it's not moving fast enough. But the other side of that coin is here are all the things I've done yeah. in a pretty short amount of time yeah. and listing those out as evidence for yourself. Because mm-hmm. whatever we think and believe we will find evidence for So you are stuck in a pattern of finding evidence for this isn't moving fast enough. I'm not doing enough. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you will continue to find. And yet when you begin to intentionally shift that thought pattern to I'm making choices every day, I'm moving forward. I am moving at the exact speed I'm meant to be. We, Mm -hmm. We are exactly on time with this project. All of those are thoughts that if you believe them will feel a bit lighter, I think. So we can definitely go down that path of, of actionable strategies, but I can't help but just kind of want to chew on this idea of where does it come from to begin with that you're behind? Like if you can really get to the root, what we're doing now is up in the tree branches, but I would love to go a bit deeper into the roots because if you can identify that, then you can really, I think, make some, some changes. It's comparison. it has to be it has to for me it's like looking at who are i guess competitors as a way to say it i've already done this i'm already doing this seeing what they are where they're at what they're doing and then seeing where i am and saying i'm not there mm-hmm. so like that immediately that gap is for me what makes it go to i'm behind because mm-hmm. i'm here they're there that that's too far okay and is there another way to look at that 
Well, yeah, there's lots of ways. I mean, the way that I'm sort of looking at it is everything always works out for me and that there, that gap is there, but I'm not ready to be there. If I were where they were and the artist was completely done, we had everything in our hands, we wouldn't quite be ready because there's a handful of things I still need to do. So like today I was kind of going through that and like, then do those. Like the artist part's out of your hands. Mm -hmm. That's on the artist. They have to get their work done. And what's important is what I need to do that only I can do. Mm -hmm. And of course there's work that you're doing, but that's also out of my hands Mm -hmm. because I don't, that's not my responsibility. So to work on what I, what, what I actually need to do. Mm-hmm. And that, that doesn't feel that big because I know how to do that and it's small, but I'm worrying about things that I have no control over. Okay. Are there other areas you do that too? Um, the idea here yeah. is to get to the root of the problem. So if this is showing up in one area of life. Oh, I, mean, I thought you mean like outside the business, like just yeah. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm, sure. I'm, sure that's a common parallel and I feel like too the idea that the comparison thing you know I was trying to go as deep as possible as old as possible with um when this do you remember maybe the first time you felt behind Mm -hmm. no okay but can you think of another time you felt behind? Okay. I mean, yeah, maybe growing up, like think, I mean, all I can think of is like as a kid, like, um, I was responsible for my own car payment, my own insurance, my own everything. So there was a time, I guess I could feel like, uh, well, I always feel like I'm behind cause I'm always paying on a loan. Mm-hmm. So that's, that, that's a behind mentality. Like I got to get this thing paid every month. So, I mean, that's the furthest back I can think of, of a time of, I feel like I'm being behind. Is there another way to think about that? <laughs> I don't even, it, it feels weird to bring it up because I don't feel like it's a negative thing. It's just a thing, which is neutral. But I think another way to look at it is it always worked out. Like that was what I needed at the time. That's the, the structure I needed mm-hmm. to learn at that time. I don't really find that valuable now, but I think then it was very valuable. Yeah. It always works out for me. Yeah. So let's just take that thought because you gave it to me and I didn't come up with it. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm guilty of coming up with a better feeling thought. Let's take the circumstance of a neutral circumstance of creating an NFT business. Mm-hmm. And then let's take this thought that things always work out for me. Can you believe that thought? I do believe that thought. Okay. So you have this thought, things always work out for me. What would you say is the feeling you get when you think that thought things always work out for me. What do I get from thinking that thought? Yeah. What's the feeling in your body? Allow yourself to really think it and mm-hmm. then feel it. And maybe even it, it's usually, it, or it's the idea that yes, right now things don't make sense and they are maybe even uncomfortable, but they always unfold in the right way. Mm-hmm. Like things are always working out for me. Like, yeah. So that's the thought. Things yeah. are always working out for me. Mm-hmm. And then how do you feel a one word vibration when you think that thought? Relieved. Relief. Okay. So you've got this feeling of relief. Like your shoulders just went down a couple inches. You can feel it all throughout your body. 
in your mind, it's lighter and looser in your stomach. Your whole body just feels relief. Now tell me, how do you show up or what are some actions you take when relief is the predominant emotion that you're feeling? I feel like the choices I make or the actions I take will be inspired mm-hmm. and that I don't have to worry if they're the right ones or, or the ones that they're the ones that need to happen. Mm-hmm. And the simple fact that I'm inspired to do them is enough. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to analyze, is it, is this the right one or should I do this one or should I do it this way? It, that's irrelevant. The fact that everything always works out for me, the fact that I want to do this, that's enough. Oh, it's so beautiful too. Cause I felt this, like there's a joy in the journey. Yeah. That, that you're actually not trying to get to the destination after mm-hmm. all. You're not actually, you don't have to get to the point where those other NFT businesses are. Instead, you, you are getting what you wanted from the beginning, which is to take inspired action. So it's like a, a leaning into the joy in the journey and less of the comparison of I'm behind because there is no one to compare yourself to. You are literally doing it because it feels good to do it. So then you feel relieved and your action steps are more inspired and aligned and you're actually experiencing joy in doing that. What do you think is the result then if that thought becomes your predominant uh, focused thought? What is the result of of having that focused thought? Yeah. Um, Well, I said inspired action before and I think... um, I think it'll attract more inspired action. I think more things will come easier and smoother. And in the end, it's the feeling you're after. So it's achieving that, that feeling of this is right. Right. Mm -hmm. I think what's really cool here is we, we were able to pinpoint a thought that it just sounds like, okay, it's a one line sentence in your mind. Mm -hmm. What's the big deal? Well, all the other thoughts around it, it's bumping up against them. It's a rubbing off on them. Mm-hmm. The feeling of being behind and I'm not where I'm supposed to be and, and I'm getting behind, it creates so much muck in all the other areas of your life, even the ones that are not in that same circumstance of creating an NFT business. Mm-hmm. It's rubbing off onto Lifted or your children or your wife or mm-hmm. your neighbors or however you're showing up. Mm-hmm. So the power here is not just in me coaching Tim, which I could do at any point during the week and not on the show. Mm-hmm. The power here is in identifying a thought that's really mucking up your life. And yeah, it is just a one line sentence in our mind, but it bumps up against all the other thoughts around it. And it creates this energy field that really is slowing down the momentum of what we really want. And I just think that this is kind of more of a cognitive way of that. As I was talking to you, I immediately was thinking about how powerful it'd be if you and I would tap this out. Hmm. So EFT, emotional freedom technique or tapping as it sometimes is called has been something that I decided to study this year and have used to move through really frustrating blocks that just thinking my way through it weren't helping because sometimes I do think it goes deeper. This feeling of being behind within the, a new NFT business is not random. There's a pattern of thought that I'm behind that Mm -hmm. Tim has in his psyche Mm -hmm. that he continues to regurgitate whatever the neutral circumstance is. And it looks like for sure it has to do with this NFT business to him, but it absolutely does not. It has nothing to do with the neutral circumstance. It's the story we're telling. Yeah, and I, I think there was a time, like 
now that we've talked about this before and, and reflecting, there was a time when that worked or it worked in the sense that I got the result I thought I should get. Like I was behind in a project at work or, or something. And I just put more and more and more and more and more and more time into it and completed it. And in some way I modeled that as that's a success. That's good. I worked seven days a week for a month, but I got it done. You know, every waking minute I was working on it, but I got it done. And I think somehow that rewards, I rewarded myself with that. Like you did it. And that became the model. That's how you have, that's how you get things done. Sacrifice. Yeah. And hard work and, uh, at all costs. At all costs. And I think the truth is, or well, truth is relevant. I think the utility in it is that I could have achieved that same result with the less work if I would have been more focused um, on how I feel and how I want to feel. And I could have got more quality work done in a short amount of time yeah. and got the same result. But I never, I didn't know about that at, at the time. And that became the model. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to break models sometimes. Right. And it's funny you keep saying that because this is what I use to coach you is what Brooke Castillo calls yeah. the thought model and how it creates this. Um, every result in our life is based on this, mm-hmm. um, according to her theory. And so I feel like we don't always take enough time to stop and just ask myself, what is the story I'm telling about this? What is the predominant heavy thought that has me stuck in this loop? And by doing this work around this one thought of I'm feeling behind, there's other tricks too. Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this idea of literally just saying out loud, stop. Mm. You, you have that thought, you kind of feel yourself sneaking back into that. I'm behind. I'm not doing enough. I'm stop enough. And then you, you share the new thought, which was everything's working out for me. Mm-hmm. Everything's exactly on time for me. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. So then you start listing those off and that kind of gets put in the category of affirmations, which I think are a beautiful thing because I can think them and believe them pretty quickly. I get credit for that from you yeah. that I'm good at getting in that imaginative state simply from mm-hmm. thought alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many different people and we're all wired so differently. So that's why I think the EFT idea is so powerful. I want to share a little bit more about that, which is that you tap on these different meridian points and you say the thing that you actually don't want. Now that was so tricky for me and I'm going to elaborate, but when I first did this with my mentor in the tapping realm, um, I found myself very uncomfortable with saying the things she wanted me to say. I was Mm -hmm. tapping on the different points saying I'm breaking my own heart. I don't keep my promises to myself. I can't trust myself. I will never trust myself again. I mean, those are really deep and I just feel like saying those things were almost like, uh, it was so hard because you know, if you study law of attraction and you believe that it's like, how, how can you do that? Right. Because that is a trap thought in my psyche, just Mm -hmm. like yours is I'm not doing enough. I am not enough. I will never be enough. I am behind. I will always be behind. Those are all things I would tap with you. Mm -hmm. I was actually going to do it on the air, but it's more of a, like a visual thing. Mm -hmm. And also I had a really big emotional response. and I just Mm -hmm. didn't think I'd put you on the spot (laughs) like that without asking first, (laughs) you know, before you make someone uh, scream or cry, you should probably ask them as well. Just like with coaching. I had my my hand on the stop button in case you went too far. (laughs) Um, So there's just so many tools out there for releasing these thoughts patterns that aren't serving us. Um, this one approach of just really being clear about the thought. Another one within the realm of thought coaching is a thought, uh, dump. 
I can't mind dump. I can't remember what she calls it. Mm -hmm. You literally write down every single heavy thought Mm -hmm. that you know is not useful, but is also maybe trapped somewhere. um, A belief that was handed to you from um, parents or a teacher that just really isn't serving you anymore. And you just write it all down and, and you're willing to just see it, write it and see it. That's another powerful way to. I've always liked the analogy of the backpack. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you have a backpack and it's full of all these heavy thoughts Mm -hmm. that you may or may not believe. Mm -hmm. And the idea of just taking it off and how many times a day can you stop? Am I wearing that backpack? Yeah. Let's take it off. Yeah. And I I catch myself constantly stopping like, what are you packing around? That's not yours. Mm -hmm. And it's just let it go. It's in story form. Just to be clear. That's why I'm always talking about what's the story you're telling. It's a heavy story that you put in your backpack. And I can't help but think of another Abrahamism, which is relief is the order of business. It's Mm. like, I'm always telling, I feel like I I say that in my head a lot. Relief is the order of business because we carry so much that's not ours to carry. That's really freaking heavy. uh, That's not serving us. um, It's not useful anymore. We've outgrown it. And yet we feel trapped in that pattern. So I just feel like the really important thing to take note of that I want to reiterate is that Feelings drive all action. So if you want a different result, you create a different feeling. Mm-hmm. And yet if you don't understand how interconnected the thoughts and feelings are, then you'll you'll stay stuck. But understanding that you're telling a story now, all day, every day, we're all telling a story, and mm-hmm. that is creating a vibration and an energy. And the way to know whether or not you are maintaining the vibration you want is to take a look at your results that you're saying you want and seeing if they're there or not. And so, um, if you're seeing that the result that you want, which by the way, what is the result you want Tim? the circumstance is that neutral mm-hmm. NFT business? What is the mm-hmm. result you really want? What I want go big. <laughs> I have watched a couple of companies in the space sell all of their NFTs in under five minutes. I've been, I've purchased a couple, you know, when they launched and it was literally in five minutes, they're all gone, completely gone. I think that would be amazing to experience that. I think that's what I'd like to do. Okay. That's the result you want. Mm -hmm. How would you feel? You think if you did that, I should have did it in two minutes (laughs) behind. No, I think I would be pretty elated. I think I would be pretty excited to be able to pull that off. And I think excited and elated are both very powerful emotions Mm -hmm. that the idea, I think, can you begin to incorporate those emotions into the project itself? Because that's what you want anyway. Mm -hmm. You want to feel excited and elated, maybe even proud of yourself, Mm -hmm. maybe um, accomplished begin to identify those feelings of if I could do this, then I would feel, but also see that you've created an if then trap. Yeah. So I think the way out of that is to begin to really feel the way you want to feel. Well, a few days ago before I was in the slump, um, which I feel like I'm out of, by the way, just by talking about this, I already feel out of it. We should have did this this morning. (laughs) Um, I made you bacon and eggs. I thought that would work. You did. And an espresso. You did both, all those things. I think something that, I was kind of working with myself on before this was there are many times in my life that I've seen things unfolding, new innovative things, and I didn't take action. I watched them unfold. I knew about them, but I didn't take any action. And then 
Then when I decided to take action, I was behind. It was too late. Mm -hmm. It it already went too far. Mm -hmm. And again, that's a story I told myself at the time, but that's what I've been looking back on. I missed out because I waited too long. Mm -hmm. This is not the case. This we're taking action way early in a time when most people are saying they don't know what that is or you're an idiot because it's just a fad, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing. Like the, that was what the internet was. Yeah. When the internet came out, it's just a fad. I'll be gone in, in a year. Don't waste your time. Mm. Look where the internet is now. So they're calling this web three, which is the third iteration of the internet. Mm. So we, we have our foot we're in. So I'm not, I'm not able to say that we missed out. It feels like last week when you were talking about, we were in the arena last week. Yeah. If you haven't listened, go check that episode out. But it was a little frustrating that you missed out on a, f- a cash flip that you could have, but yeah. mostly you were frustrated with your lack of confidence. Yeah, for and, sure. And I feel like that's what you're trying to create with this too. Hmm. It's another pattern of self-confidence, self-respect, yeah. self-love, self-awareness of I knew it and I did it. Mm. And I just kind of want to say that for me, creating a, the result of doing the thing is enough to be proud of yourself, whether or not we sell out 10,000 in five minutes or however mm-hmm. many we decide to create. Right. When you make the result something that you don't have a direct um, impact on, like, like we can say, I will tweet to 10 people asking them to retweet this. Mm-hmm. That is an actionable item that is completely in our control. Mm-hmm. We can ask people to retweet, but saying I will have 10 people retweet, that's not actually within our control. Mm. So that's what's really important, I think, with this is to to list out the things that are within our control. And I will be proud of myself if I do this. And and knowing that you can be proud of yourself no matter what you do. And yet mm-hmm. some of these are items that are not, um, I think Brooke calls them a do goal versus an outcome goal. So it's great to have an outcome goal, but the do goals are the things you can yeah. actually have an impact on. Mm. And so I think having a do goal is that I will be proud of myself if I at least try to, you know, make 10,000 available for sale. Okay. Like a do goal that is actually within your control because so many people set themselves up for failure because their, um, their goal is not entirely within their control. Now I do have goals that are not entirely within my control, but I also have do goals, which are the things that I decide whether or not I stayed true to my word and did what I said I would do. And I think that is the core um, kind of wound or the issue we keep coming back to is that you're you're not doing the things you said you could do or you didn't do them. Mm. Instead of, um, I should have done that or I knew I could have done that, to actually do the thing that is within your reach and then to release the rest of it into everything's always working out for me. If it's meant to work out, it will. Mm -hmm. And that sort of dynamic. You with me? I'm with you. I think you were in a better mood when you thought about all 10,000 of them selling in five minutes. (laughs) No, I already feel better. Um, It's always nice to verbalize what the problem is. And then in some ways you realize how petty it is. Mm, Right. In my words, what a joke. But, uh, (laughs) It's a joke. I think a takeaway just to share too is to try to get more clear on the heavy story you're telling. Mm. 
pinpoint the neutral circumstance that it is in regard to. It's hard for people to see things as neutral, but I have a child. If let's say you're having an issue with one of your mm-hmm. children, I have a child. That's the circumstance. You can prove it in the court of law is how she describes that. And then about that circumstance, try to identify the heavy thought. There's probably more than one. They're all bumping up against each other now. So identify it and really see this is probably a pattern. This thought pattern has probably popped up in different areas of your life. Identify the feeling that that predominant feeling that comes from believing that story, that thought, and see how that feeling is driving all of your actions in your life and then creating the result Mm -hmm. of your current circumstance. And by just taking that really thorough step back and understanding how powerful the storytelling aspect is, you can really begin to make shifts in regard to any heavy thought or undesired result in your life. This has been a long episode. It's been a long episode. Do you have one more thing you wanted to say? I was going to do a wrap up, but. Yeah, I think back when you're talking about the story, um, I be- that's a core belief of mine is that we all tell stories and it is just my perspective of the story. And I know that I can change a story at any time. It's more about what I believe and how I feel as a result of the stories. What's most important is where I drive utility from is how do I feel when I tell that story? Mm-hmm. Yet, it's easy when it's your story to fight for it and say... Cling to it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I know what you're saying. And yeah, you're right. You're telling a story. Because from my perspective, your story is silly. Like that. Your story's silly. <laughs> from the point of, of you worrying about something, I'm like, yes. why would I worry about that? That's nothing. Now this over here, now, we now should this, worry. This is something to worry about, being behind on an NFT project, <laughs> let me tell you. So, but... But then saying that and realizing that it is just a story, it, it kind of makes me feel better. Like it's just a story and I can change a story at any time. One more thought I just realized is really mm-hmm. powerful for me is the idea that when you begin to recognize that you're telling a story that's not useful, of course, you want to begin to implement a little bit more useful of a story. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is an Abrahamism also that 17 seconds of that new thought creates a ripple in your force field that can mm-hmm. literally be palpable. Mm-hmm. And so 17 seconds, that's all you have to do. Once you've identified that thought that's heavy and not working and getting, keeping you stuck, begin to shift it towards something that's more useful. It feels a little bit lighter and better and hold it for 17 seconds. Practice thinking it, make it believable for you. Cause if you don't believe it and you think it, then that creates a whole nother issue, but mm-hmm. we don't have time for that today. So begin to think of something that you can believe and practice thinking it and keep in mind that 17 seconds isn't that long, but it does create enough momentum to make and feel a change. This episode has been brought to you by our four mood probiotic. Stress and mood issues are not all in your head, but they may be in your gut. Check those out on amazon.com, walmart.com, or directly at our shop. That's shop.liftednaturals.com. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next week.